It's Tuesday, September 20th, 2011. Do you want to keep tax loopholes for oil companies? Or do you want to renovate more schools and rebuild more roads and bridges so construction workers have jobs again? The president fights back. The EPA doesn't, for now anyway. Shell Oil one step closer to drilling in the Arctic. Massive anti-nuclear protests in Japan. Plus, Australia's Prime Minister faces the global warming fight head on. The best way is to make polluters pay by putting a price on carbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. If you tax achievement, some of the achievers are going to pack it in. Again, let's take me. Yes, let's take you, Bill O'Reilly. Pack it in. I'm all in favor. Can I help you with your coat? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, President Obama finally seems in a mood to fight back against Republicans. Will that extend to his call to do away with massive fossil fuel subsidies? Well, that depends entirely on the Republicans in Congress. As you heard at the top, that was President Obama in North Carolina last week, calling for an end to tax subsidies for oil companies and billionaires in his American Jobs Act legislation. In a speech in the White House Rose Garden on Monday, the president outlined specific spending cuts and tax increases for the so-called Congressional Supercommittee to consider to create a plan to reduce the federal budget. This is not class warfare. It's math. Specifics of the proposal include the repeal of billions in permanent annual taxpayer subsidies given to the oil and gas industry, increased fees for drilling on public lands, and the repeal of $2 billion in tax breaks to the coal industry over the next 10 years, and also allows for the Bush tax cuts for the wealthy to expire. Republicans are predictably against the plan. Representative Fred Upton, chairman of the House Energy Committee and a member of the Super Committee, said revenues should instead be increased through expanding domestic oil and gas drilling. Oh yeah, that'll do it. But the Obama administration has already expanded drilling to its highest level in 30 years and is set to go even further. The EPA this week moved one step closer to opening up the Arctic for oil and gas drilling, granting an air quality permit to Shell Oil, which allows Shell's drilling fleet to emit more than 250 tons of pollutants a year into the pristine Arctic air while drilling for oil. You mean despite what I'm told every day on Fox News, Barack Obama has actually been expanding energy exploration in this country? Yep, it's at its highest level in 30 years. Meanwhile, the EPA has again postponed issuing new regulations to cut greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. This is the third time the EPA has delayed the new proposed greenhouse gas regulations, as required by law in a 2007 ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court. The announcement comes just a week after the Obama administration formally asked the EPA to withdraw new smog rules as well. Those rules would have cut air pollution from industrial sources, both after pressure from big business to cut environmental regulations that critics say is hurting the economy. These are the EPA regulations required by the Supreme Court that the Bush administration would not even look at. They refused to open up the email from their own EPA because they knew that it would then require them to create these rules, which so far Barack Obama's EPA has also not yet made. 
But in Australia, they are facing the fight to cut carbon emissions head on. Australia's prime minister has formally introduced legislation in parliament to enact a carbon tax levied on Australia's 500 largest polluters to begin in 2012. It's a huge short-term political gamble for Australia's first female prime minister, Julia Gillard, who reminded parliament that the vote of every legislator will be judged by history. The final test is not, are you on the right side of the politics of this week or the polls of this year? The final test is, are you on the right side of history? Good for her. Very courageous. I wish we saw that kind of leadership in this country. The conservative opposition party and the industries affected, however, have promised they will repeal the carbon tax if they succeed in defeating her in elections in 2013. You don't say. Finally, major protests against nuclear energy in Japan. Chanting no more Nagasaki, no more Fukushima, 60,000 people marched in Tokyo on Monday to oppose nuclear power, six months into the ongoing crisis at the stricken Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. The marchers, including residents of Fukushima Prefecture, called for the immediate closure of all of Japan's nuclear reactors and for a new energy policy focused on renewable energy. You know, maybe if American protesters went over to Japan and protested there the U.S. media might actually cover it. For more on the stories we covered today and those that we didn't have time for, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help support the Green News Report. We rely on you to keep telling the truth over your public airwaves. Download us anytime on iTunes, listen to us on your smart device via Stitcher, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.